You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Pacers podcast, where we, of course, talk about the Indiana Pacers, as always. My name's Tony East. I'm one of the hosts of the show. I cover the team for the West Side Community News and Forbes Sports. And today is our one break from talking about the actual Pacers and NBA basketball and all that because we're talking all-star recap fun, fun day for the Pacers. Cool day for them to show out on the national stage. It turned out to be a great day PR-wise and fun-wise for the Pacers. I can't complain about that. And uh, later this week, we'll break down the second half of the team season schedule and talk about their games this week and maybe look at the trade deadline, you know, all, all stuff that matters for actual basketball. But today is all about fun because this Sunday we got to see a lot of fun Pacer stuff. So we'll just go in order. What happened this weekend? We got to see uh, Sabonis do the skills challenge again after finishing second last year uh, to M- Bam Adebayo. Uh, and then the actual All-Star game itself happened. Cassius Stanley did the dunk contest at halftime. I want to talk about that and some of his comments. And then Sabonis played in the actual All-Star game itself. We'll talk about the game, what he did, uh, or didn't do, rather. Um, but let's start with the skills contest. And actually, let's back up a little farther and talk about Sabonis because we got to do media with him before the game and after the game. And I think before the game, it was interesting to note that you know that the NBA, this is kind of a, a dangerous, unsafe-ish venture with COVID going on. You know, they can make it safe. They did all they can, and that's all great, but... Uh, two players, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, didn't end up playing in the game because of contact tracing. So I asked Sabonis what his trip has been like. Uh, so basically, he saw his girlfriend. Um, they flew into Atlanta together. They went straight to the hotel. He went to bed. He woke up. He did a COVID test, and they did media with us. So he basically did nothing in the city and then um, hopped into the skills challenge in the All-Star game, which I thought was funny. They didn't have like any practice time or mingling with other players because – of all that COVID stuff going on. So pretty linear path for him from, you know, the game Thursday to today. But then he hops into the skills contest. We all saw him last year. And it's pretty funny because, you know, re- recapping an all-star contest is dumb. So I have to, I, w- I want to make it fun and interesting and also related to actual basketball. It's like the idea of the skills challenge is you dribble up the floor and you weave through these stupid cones. Uh, you do a pass through this little hoop. Like you pass it straight out in front of you and there's this hole. You have to throw the ball through for those who didn't see it. Then you, after you make the pass, you dribble down to the other end of the floor, make a layup, dribble back down to the first end of the floor, and make a three. So Sabonis is shooting threes this year at like 34%, and we've seen him take the ball coast to coast, and Bjorken is encouraging him to dribble end to end, and he's like the second best passing big in the NBA, and Jokic didn't do the skills contest, and so this was like perfect for him. So he goes against Julius Randle first. He's a better passer than Randle. Randle screws up. The pass, lo and behold, Sabonis buries the three first try. He beats him. Then he plays Luca. Same deal. Luca messes up the pass. Sabonis throws a three first try, and he wins that. And it's like <laughs> this is too well suited for him. Then he hits the finals against Vucevic of all players, uh, which is pretty funny. After people were debating which one of them should have been All Stars and whatnot, Vuce actually smoked Domas up the floor. Uh, did the pass first? Did the layup first? But then. They both were just stumbling all over making the three-pointer, and Sabonis eventually got it first because he's a lower-arcing three. But uh, he won. It was pretty cool. He was pretty happy to win after not winning last year. He I don't know if he would have done it if it was just like he got the invite to do it or, or so, anything like that, but it wasn't an all-star or anything. But he kind of mentioned after the game when we talked to him media-wise that 
because he was already going to be there, he was just like, you know what, sure, like I'll, I'll do it again after doing it last year. But it is pretty cool for him. Uh, he, he said he used it as a, kind of like a warm-up for the actual game. You know, he didn't have to warm up as much. Like he just ran up and down and <laughs> took his shots and stuff like that. It was pretty interesting because uh, the, the broadcast was talking about, and Simonis mentioned himself, like he knew he was going to be starting on the left side for, I don't know if it was for every round or just the first round, but he actually practiced the three that he would be taking in the contest. He was one of the only guys who actually practiced before, and then he ended up winning, and he, he was on the left side every time, which I, th- I feel like the right side would be better for for him for the three just because he's left-handed. But he actually practiced the shot. He was the only guy who practiced the shot, apparently, so he warmed up for the skills contest and was able to win. It was pretty cool to see him win. And again, uh, for, a, for a guy who is skill, like skills is his thing, right, as a big man, well-rounded big man, it was cool that he was able to win a contest that kind of Suits the things he's good at. I enjoyed him talking about it. I thought it was funny that it was him versus Vucevic in the finals after all that. Magic Johnson, of all people, tweeted after the thing. He's like, Pacers, big man, DeMontis Sabotis wins the skill challenge, makes it look easy. I mean, it was just – the skills challenge is just so silly. <laughs> but it was it was fun to see Domas uh, do it and do well, and especially after getting second last year, come back to, to redeem himself to win, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it. It was fun time, and it's fun to see the Pacers win stuff. So first event of the weekend, we got to see the Pacers uh, at their best, and then it was time for the game and the dunk contests and all that fun stuff where things weren't, you know, things were still good. They weren't as good. We'll, we'll, we'll get to why Cassius Stanley is the feel-good story despite it not going as well in a minute. But, yeah, it was cool to see Sabonis win, I and mean, he clearly had a good time. You know, he after games, he's always so serious and tired that he's not like – he's not like – a, like he's not like super serious or anything he's just not as smiley you know he just played a basketball game he was like smiling in media sessions and stuff like that and it was really cool to see him that happy and stuff so uh now he he will venture off for his week off i think he said i forget where he said he's going uh but he is uh, you know he, he enjoys week off like everybody else so uh good for him he deserves it after being named an all-star and playing in the game and we'll talk about that in a minute but Let's take a short little break before we talk about the dunk contest where Cassius Stanley was robbed. Robbed. We'll get to that in a second. But first, we got to talk about the great people over at betonline.ag. They had, or maybe not them, but there were some places where you could bet on Cassius Stanley as the favorite in the dunk contest. So hopefully none of you did that. But BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football is over. But NBA, college basketball, NHL, all in full swing. Apparently my Hoosiers are... Uh, can still play in the Big Ten tournament coming up, so you can bet on them to lose because they're awful this year. They even cover award shows, TV shows, reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on literally anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. It's free to sign up. Head over to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. You can receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit if you use the promo code LOCKEDON when you create that account. That's betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So Cassius Stanley is in the dunk contest. Uh, pretty sick opportunity for him. He at Duke like broke Zion's vertical leap record, and then you know I've seen I like after games when he doesn't play, even sometimes when he does play a few minutes after home games that I've been attending, I've seen him and Jalen the Q and Keelan Martin come out and like work on the jumper and work with coaches and do all this stuff. But then him and Jalen the Q after they do their work and stuff. We'll stick around and just do like these crazy dunk attempts, like just for like 30 minutes on the court. I think that translated to the G League bubble as well. From one, for not not on the game courts because of how that structure works, but they did some some fun dunking down there as well. Uh, so it was really cool to see him get invited because of that leap, and he can get some exposure. I mean, obviously going to Duke, he's still 
a nationally known name, but now he's even more nationally known. So dunk contest starts. Cassius is first. Uh, and that's not necessarily good or bad, but you know he kind of meant we got we he spoke earlier. Uh, Domas spoke earlier. Excuse me. Uh, Charlie Clifford of Wish TV asked him if Domas would be involved in a dunk, and Domas kind of smirked, but he's like, ah, we'll see. I don't know. But you know, the smirk gave it away. We all knew that Domas could be involved, so I really wanted to see what Cassius did. So he went first. I think that's key in the story of the Cassius Stanley dunk contest from the All Star. From the all-star game so he goes first and he throws a lob up to himself it bounces and off he jumps off one leg and that's the leg he goes under uh between the legs he goes off his left leg and then puts his left leg up and goes between the legs under his left leg for a dunk it was so sick he flew so high he held up a 50 when he hit the ground i mean it was crazy the announcers went nuts my timeline went nuts draymond green uh was the first vocal nba player who was like damn that was <laughs> that was sick uh and he got a 44. He got an eight from, I believe, Josh Smith, former NBA player Josh Smith, which is crazy. 44. I mean, it was probably, now that the dunk contest is over, I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. So, Anthony Simons of the Portland Trailblazers won. He tried to kiss the rim on his final dunk and got pretty close. He flew so high, like his head was above the rim, his lips were at the rim. Like, it was still super cool. Uh, Obi Toppin jumped over two dudes in the, in the second round. That was pretty cool, but... Uh, kind of a timid in general dunk contest. Like Cassius's first dunk might have been the best, like actual athletic feat in the contest. And he got a 44, right? He was in last place going into the second round. And then he tried a kind of slimmer dunk, but also kind of like the one where Aaron Gordon jumped over the magic mascot and went under his body. He kind of tried that and he missed it twice. And, uh, I don't know if that counted as misses or not, but he was kind of in his own head and confident. So he just went for some high flying crazy thing where his head was still at the rim, but he just kind of jumped from really far away. So, he got, I mean, he got screwed with a 44. It was crazy. He said him, uh, he didn't, you know, say like, damn, I got screwed. But he did the media right after the dunk contest. And he thought, you know, he was going to do better than that. He thought, he said, I thought my dunk was pretty darn good. The judges thought it was the lowest score in the round. It was an opinionated thing. Uh, yeah, it was an opinionated thing. And they were wrong. Um, but he also said he had that dunk planned to go first because he thought he was going to get a 50. So the reason I think him going first kind of screwed him is because there's no standard set yet, right? So, like, if he had gone – Obi Toppin's first dunk was pretty cool. Um, Anthony Simons did a Tracy McGrady throwback. Oh, no, no. Anthony Simons' first dunk, he, like, jumped up and grabbed the ball off, like, a little rim that was a foot and a half above the rim. And then he did, like, a Tracy McGrady homage. And it, they were cool. Like, they were good dunks. And Obi Toppin jumped really high from pretty far away. But Cassius was better than both of their first dunks. So, if he had gone third – I think he gets the highest score in the first round, and then he knows what he has to get on the second dunk. Maybe he moves on. Who knows? The order definitely mattered. Uh, and he didn't – he wouldn't say – I. you know, we were all kind of asking him, like, hey, what was your third dunk? Like, what's the bonus going to be involved? All that stuff. He didn't say what – if. He, so he got eliminated after the second round, and then the third round was just Simons and Toppin uh, one dunk against each other. He didn't say what – if he did make the finals, his dunk would have been. He did confirm that – he would have used Sabonis for that. We don't get to see what it was. But I asked him what the specifics of like, hey, can you explain what you're going to do? And he wouldn't do it because he said he wants to do the dunk contest again. He wants to win it, which makes all the sense in the world. Like dunking's his thing. He can fly. Like that dude can fly. And it was a pretty interesting dunk contest with Zach Levine right there because these dudes like idolize him. Cash just said that like MJ and Zach Levine are like two dunkers he looks up to. And Anthony Simons said like, he would he, he he would go talk to Zach Levine in between dunks, be like, "What do you think of that?" You know, like how cool is that? Because they really look up to Zach Levine. I did not know 
how popular he was amongst younger players. I mean, that makes sense. He he, he was in probably the best dunk contest ever, but you know, Cassius saying he looks up to him was interesting. And again, he had the best dunk of the contest. To me, I'm pretty biased here, but I think he had the best dunk of the contest. It was cool to see Draymond come to his defense. Brian Bowen tweeted uh, about it as well. It was pretty cool. And then Sabonis also uh, mentioned, you know, when I asked him about it, that he thought Stanley should have got a better score and that he would have uh, been involved after the All-Star game. Sabonis talked about that. So I'm really bummed we didn't get to see the Sabonis Cassius dunk. That could have been pretty cool. But, you know, Cassius was pretty upbeat about it. I think he just wants to get another shot to do the dunk contest because he thinks he can win. And my mic just fell into my lap. Whoops. Uh, but he can really jump. He showed it off. I mean, that first dunk was crazy. And people people were mad. People thought it should have been better. And 44 tr- truly was way too low. Like, getting an 8. Anyone give If they were all 9s, like, whatever, 45, everybody gives you a 9. No big deal. One guy giving him an 8 was just cruel. Like, it didn't, didn't really make any sense uh, <laughs> to give him that. The Mad Ants tweeted if i could ever find it the mad ants tweeted uh that they would call it a 10 and that josh smith is no longer welcome in fort wayne so uh it would yeah there we go like every everybody was disappointed in the result because again it, it was probably the coolest dunk of the dunk contest so even though cash just didn't win some because he went first and some because his second dunk wasn't awesome he got great pr for having the best dunk in the contest got some respect from again like guys like draymond and basically everybody on the internet who thought he got robbed so cool for him to absolutely fly and cool for him to get some good pr and even though he didn't win in fact he lost uh it was still sick and i like i like the dunk contest a lot more than other people like even the very basic dunks like are just insane like these dudes are flying these are nba athletes just flying so it was awesome i highly encourage you if you haven't found a video to go find a video of cassius uh first dunk it's on my timeline the pacers tweeted it it's it's you'll if you want to find it you'll be able to find it it can't be that hard and there's a picture of Cassius Stanley now in front of an NBA All-Star backdrop, which is some foreshadowing, or at least for him, something cool he can post in the future if his NBA career isn't super long. That he could be like, look, I did it. So, yeah, it was cool to watch him. Uh, I, I hope he gets another shot at the dunk contest in the future because it was sweet. But let's talk about the actual All-Star game. They they had the actual game. Can you believe it? I've, I've talked about every other event. Uh, there were no Pacers in the three-point contest. Steph beat Mike Conley in that. I really wanted Mike Conley to win, but it is what it is. And there was no Rising Stars game. That was it. Those are the only challenges that happened this year. So let's just talk about the actual game. But first, got to talk about Bilt Bar, the people I talk about all the time. But I've been telling you about them for so long because they're the best tasting protein bar on the market. But now I'm going to change it up because they are currently doing Built Bar Madness. That's right. Uh, Built Bar, the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar is doing Built Bar Madness. Uh, so they're doing a tournament to determine the best built bar you can vote at builtbar.com or at built underscore bar on twitter today's two matchups is apple almond crisp versus churro puff uh, apple almond crisp is way better apple almond crisp is really good and peanut butter brownie versus raspberry both really good but peanut butter brownie is gonna win peanut butter brownie is gonna win that region easily oh, man that's a good one though coconut almond and cookies and creamer in that region. that's a good one gosh i can't i can't actually decide i'm going to vote for uh, peanut butter brownie and apple almond crisp, but that's a tough region. You can go vote yourselves and try these so you know what you're voting for at builtbar.com. If you use the promo code LOCKDOWN20, when you do vote, you'll get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at builtbar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. All right. So the actual all star game happened. Sabonis is on Team LeBron again. If you'll recall, last year, 
the 2020 All-Star Game, uh, the last, like, actual NBA event that happened before we were like, oh, yeah, this virus thing is so bad. Um, Sabonis played for Team LeBron. He had, I think, like, like four points and six rebounds, and they were all free throws, and uh, it was a very Sabonis-esque performance. I think he had, like, the most offensive rebounds of anyone in the game or on his team. I forget. Whatever. So he mentioned before the game, I thought this was kind of cool and interesting to, like, see what his goals are. Like, big men, let's, let's be real. Big men should not play in the All-Star game. Like, they should be named All-Stars if they're one of the best guys, but, like, they can't do all the super fun stuff to make the All-Star game awesome. Like, Dame hit two half-court shots, and, like, Giannis is doing all these crazy dunks, and Zion was trying so much stuff. Like, yeah, that that's what the, it's an exhibition game. Like, let's be real. But they should be named All-Stars. That's different. But anyway, Sabonis is not the guy who's going to, like, wow you or do anything. He set probably the most screens of anyone not named Rudy Gobert in this game. Anywho, something he talked about before the game, since he played in the All-Star game last year, he scored, he had four points or whatever. I don't remember the exact number. He didn't hit a shot. They were all free throws. So he said he was honored to be there and represent the Pacers, but something he mentioned is that he wanted to hit a shot, which sounds so dumb, but, uh, you know, it's cool to see these guys have goals and want to want to do something in the All-Star game like they can remember. So, so on his first possession of the game, he catches it and posts up and takes three dribbles back and shoots that little jump hook fadeaway jumper thing that he's been no nah, it wasn't a jump hook it was just like that little turnaround fadeaway jumper he's been taking in the post a lot more often this year he missed it uh but he definitely wanted to score uh that's so he went for that he missed it and then i like four or five possessions later he did a pick and roll with luka Doncic, and he rolled perfectly and it was like the least all-star game play ever but Doncic found him in the lane uh, he dunked it. It was he made a shot in the All Star game. He finished with two points. Those two points on the pass from Luca, uh, one offensive rebound for his only rebound and one assist. He was a minus five. Who cares? Uh, in 18 minutes, but Team LeBron won by 20, 170 to 150. So Sabonis improves to two and zero in All Star games. A very important stat to track is who uh, who has a good record in All Star games. So yeah, pretty pretty uh, boring numbers from Sabonis. Two points, one rebound, one assist. In 18 minutes, but he, yeah, again, the cool thing for him was being excited to hit a shot, which I think is so cool that he that he opened up like that. The game was really cool for those who didn't watch it. So they did, first of all, they did donations to the charity of uh, Team LeBron and Team Durant's Choice, and whichever team won the, each quarter, like 150 grand went to that charity. Uh, Sabonis' team actually won all four quarters. So uh, I forget exactly what LeBron's charity group was, but. Uh, they win all four of those. And then the Elam ending is, in honor of Kobe Bryant, what they do is the, the team that's leading after three quarters, cumulative score-wise, they add 24 to that. So the I think uh, Team LeBron had 146 after three quarters. So they said, okay, it's 170. Uh, 24 was Kobe's number. So that's why they add 24. They said 170. Whoever gets to 170 first wins. That way the game ends on a shot or like a made something, right? Last year was made for throw, which sucked. But this year, since LeBron or since Sabonis' team, I guess, was up by so much, uh, you know, it was going to be easy for them to get it. So they just started chucking crazy shots. Steph took out near half quarter. And then Lillard, Damon Lillard, actually hit a half quarter to end the game. It was also sick. Like, so much of this is, was just cool fun. Like, it was actually a kind of fun all star event that it was all in one day. Because now it's just over. You don't have to think about it, but it was still fun and cool. Uh, Giannis dominated for Team LeBron. None of that matters. The fourth quarter, Sabonis, was hilarious when they were trying to Elam it up. Because in the fourth quarter, when there's like an actual score to win to, and you know, the guys realize how close to see him, like there was effort and defense. Like they actually lost this quarter. Uh, Team Durant actually outscored them 25-24 in this quarter. But you know, like Chris Paul was in, and like 
getting up in guys' face on defense, and he had some steals and like stuff like that. That it's just like, come on, man. Like, he had three steals. I think that was a game high. Uh, it totally was a game high, which was pretty funny. Kawhi Leonard was playing some defense and hitting some shots. Like the fourth quarter, dudes are actually trying. So Sabonis is in in the fourth quarter, and he's just running around setting screens like crazy. Right? He got his rebound in the fourth quarter and his assist. He actually deflected another pass to his teammate Paul George in the corner for a three, which I think should have counted as an assist, even though it didn't. But it was it was absolutely outrageous how many screens he was setting in an All Star game fourth quarter. But the Quinn Snyder smartly puts Sabonis in for the part of the All Star game where dudes try and said, "Okay, do, be, do Sabonis stuff," and he did Sabonis stuff, uh, which was good. It was able to get his team a win. Um, yeah, he, he was happy just to to get the points in and. Uh, he was really happy to win the skills competition, which he talked about after the game. He mentioned that he used the skills contest as a warm-up for the game. I think I mentioned that earlier, but I thought that was funny um, from him. So cool to see him play. Cool to see him represent the Pacers, and they won. So uh, Pacers back on a winning streak, right? Can we call that? Can we say that? Uh, I'm counting it. I am counting it. So not not a ton to recap from the actual game, right? Like Cassius didn't play in the game, and uh Sabonis only played for 18 minutes and didn't really do a lot he was just kind of there like he was just standing in the corner for 90 percent of his possessions but it was cool to see him out there it was cool to see him score uh he's excited and now he gets to go again re rest regain get ready for the second half of the season uh and enjoy his his skills challenge trophy so that's all we got for today's locked on pacers uh it was fun if you if you have a chance to find any of the highlight stuff from from the all-star game and that that night I'd actually recommend it. You know, usually the all-star stuff is kind of dumb, and it's all about, and like, league entertainment, like concerts and yada, yada. And there was some of that stuff. But the actual basketball product was actually kind of fun. So if you can if you can go find it on the Internet, go watch it, go enjoy it. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter, at LockedOnPacers, and me, at TEastNBA. Again, tomorrow we'll be back. I believe we're doing our second half of the schedule breakdown, going game by game, seeing what the Pacers can win, where the hard stretches are. So that'll be really fun. Come check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you tomorrow.